The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. So welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet with a plethora of interesting and unique individuals. And I am humbled today to have on my show Keith Sharber. And Keith, thank you so much for taking time out of your your day on this very sultry afternoon, I will say. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Dr. Mitzel. It's, uh, it's and really please my, call me Tom. Ple- okay, thanks, Tom. It's it's my pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here and share it with you. Well, the pleasure's all mine, and I was trying to think of how to write a bio for you, and the most exciting thing I could think of was that you oversaw the longest tic-tac-toe game ever <laughs> played during basketball intermission yes <laughs> yes it's in the guinness book i think that's, that's what i thought we won't go there right now but <laughs> i thought it would be much better you are such a an integral part of of owensboro and the college give us i always ask people to give me a a, a brief summary from birth to the chair in which you're now sitting okay so if you could do that that would be wonderful okay well i'll i'll put it on fast forward tom uh, i was born in uh, 1958 mm-hmm. the son of a methodist minister it was not yet the united methodist church back in 58 uh, my dad served for over 45 years and i was born down in logan county uh, kentucky just about uh, 75 miles south of here and uh, my dad uh, which is the itinerant nature of the United Methodist mm-hmm. Church. Uh, I lived in uh, Warren County, Hardin County, Henderson County, Webster County, <laughs> Hart County, and that's where I graduated high school. And then I took a full-time radio broadcasting mm-hmm. position and lived in uh, Barron County or Glasgow. Mm-hmm. And then I actually came here to Owensboro in 1979 and was news director for two radio stations Mm -hmm. here in Owensboro. And after a great eight years, loved the community, uh, met a local lady. Mm -hmm. And uh, rather than this being a way station on the way to somewhere else, I put roots down, made a career change, went to Canteen Service Company, Mm -hmm. was there for 34 years and was blessed the last nine and a half to be an owner partner. And uh, we sold the business a year and a half Mm -hmm. ago. And now here I am sitting on this couch. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so interesting. And and you've become, as I said, such an integral part of of everything. But I have to poke a little bit of fun with you were the son of of a minister. And to me, it seems children of ministers or children of military parents travel the most out of anyone. And you can always tell somebody who's been everywhere. You obviously settled in Owensboro. Outside of Owensboro and all the different places you've been, where was your favorite? Outside of Owensboro and all of the places I've been, mm-hmm. my favorite. Oh gosh, that's a that's a really a tough question. Um, I would have to say I love the New England area. Okay, uh, I, I love I love the history of Boston mm-hmm. and on up into Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, I, I think that's got to be the favorite place, other than. Kentucky. Well, I would agree that it's a it's a wonderful area. Rhonda and I, my wife Rhonda and I, lived there uh, in in the Connecticut area for almost twenty years, and all of the history. That really, when you when you look at any any school book, that's where the U.S. began, and and that's a lot of fun. Kentucky has its own uh, very rich history, obviously, and, and and much more. Now, you 
said you started working in, in radio in 1979 here in, in, in Owensboro. Yes. What got you interested in radio? Well, it's really the most unlikely of stories. Uh, my father was pastoring in Munfordville, Kentucky, which mm-hmm. is in Hart County. And every Friday morning, the local radio station had a minister's panel program that was on from 10 until 11. And they would go to the radio station and, and ministers from different denominations would accept phoned in questions. Uh, and they would debate the theology of these different questions. And then they would go to the local cafe and have a cup of coffee. They were all great friends. In 1972, uh, December, on a, on a Friday morning, we had a snow, and I was out of school. And so I asked my dad, I said, Dad, c- can I go with you to the radio station to, to, uh, to just observe the radio show? And he said, sure. So I went with him uh, to that uh, show in December of 72, had a phenomenal interest. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to be. And uh, in uh, uh, just a month later, I took a part-time job in Mm -hmm. January of 1973 at that very small little radio station in Munfordville and loved it, loved the business. Well, you obviously have a great personality for for the radio and and, and you also do all of the KWC basketball games. Right. And you're that's just been a lot of fun and you have worked with a number of kwc employees and and donors and friends over the course of years and and so talk about how did you get involved with kentucky wesleyan college and doing the games and then your other involvement with the college you 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 are not a an alum but you are more involved than just about anybody i know okay well when when i moved here in 1979 uh, to Owensboro, uh, I was already past my traditional college years, but I did come over and visit at the mm-hmm. time with Dr. Bill James, who who had been a, a friend of my father's as a United Methodist minister. And I, I just always had this affinity for Kentucky Wesleyan. And, uh, and my wife and I uh, bought our first season tickets to basketball um, it would have been 1983 when we first got our okay. season tickets and started going to games. And that's where I started interacting with the light, likes of the Roy Pickerels mm-hmm. and, and some people like that. And, and then occasionally uh, there would be uh, needs that they needed, maybe a master of ceremonies mm-hmm. for some various functions. And I was always happy to, to help out with, with that. And, uh, and then I was doing the public address announcing for some local high schools for athletic events. And uh, and then Mr. Glenn Young, his health started failing him. And okay. then Roy called me one day and asked if I would be interested in, in doing the PA for the home uh, women and men's basketball games. And I, I don't want this to sound wrong, but I actually had to think about it a little bit. Sure. Simply because I enjoyed being a fan so much and even though i was moving to the best seat in the sports center at at the scorers table i knew that it was going to command my attention much more so than a, sure. than a casual fan but and then once i started doing the the announcing for the basketball games then there was even more opportunities for me to do to do things and i also want to want to mention that my last nine and a half years at canteen 
I was a partner with Jack Wells mm-hmm. uh, as an owner of the company, and Jack had tremendous loyalties and and roots here with Kentucky Wesleyan College. And anytime Jack and I were together, Kentucky Wesleyan somehow would always make its way into our conversation, be it an athletic event or some academic achievement or just any any number of things. So uh, Jack was actually uh, even more fuel, if you will, for my engagement with Kentucky Wesleyan. Well, and, and Jack has been just so, he really is Kentucky Wesleyan College. I guess I can't find any other words in which to say, and you were at the dedication of the Jack Wells Activity Center, which really has come into fruition for the college because of the generosity of Jack Wells Trust. And you gave a, a wonderful, wonderful couple of stories about Jack, and he sounds like a very fun individual. And my, my, one of my greatest regrets is I did not get to see him more often. Uh, when I arrived, we had COVID, and, and it was just so hard to uh, visit with everyone. But y- you were at Canteen for nine and a half years. You were working, or you were part owner uh, for nine and a half I, years. I was an owner partner for nine and a owner half years. Owner partner, I apologize. I was there for 34 years. So mm-hmm. describe for for the folks listening, what is Canteen? What does it do? And, and how did you go from you know, starting there to, to owner, which is an incredible story in and of itself? Well, Canteen uh, is, is and was one of the best kept secrets in Owensboro. We were a food service management company. Now, mm-hmm. when a person hears the word Canteen, they either think of a camping trip and the bottle you drink out of, <laughs> or they think of a vending machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were much more than a vending machine. We were a food service management company, and we did uh, food and refreshments in a variety of settings. We did thousands of senior citizen meals a day wow. for the Meals on Wheels programs. Uh, we had a catering division. We ultimately owned our own coffee roaster. Uh, we did food service for the corrections industry, for educational facilities, and uh, a very multi-dimensional, uh, all-encompassing food service management company. And people, a lot of times, just associated us with the death spiral, if you will, of, of putting a coin in a machine sure. and and uh, taking a chance as to whether your potato chips would fall <laughs> from the death spiral or not. <laughs> That's funny. So how did you get interested in Canteen? How did you get started? Well, uh, I was g- going back to, um, it would have been 1986, Tom. I was in Leadership Owensboro, oh. the, the class of 1986. And back then, I'm not sure how they do the selection now, but they would designate different elements of the community and want to have representatives from these different elements. Mm -hmm. For example, you would have medical professionals, Mm -hmm. you would have legal professionals, law enforcement, education professionals. And I was was the media representative for the class of 1986. And there was another gentleman, uh, Jerry Hayes, who was the small business representative. And Jerry owned Canteen at the time. And so Jerry approached me one day and said, I want you to be my sales manager. And I said, Jerry, I I can't tell you how appreciative I am, but I said, I've never sold anything in my life. And he said, he got a little angry and, and in his very persistent way, he said, 
I don't want you to put soda crackers in a briefcase and go door to door. (laughs) I want you to tell my story. And he said, whether you realize it or not, you are telling the story of the two radio stations you represent every single day. I want you to tell my story. And I got to thinking, I thought, well, maybe I can do that. And I countered him by saying, I think I can do that. And I think I can be effective as long as I authentically believe that we're the best. And if I'm knocking on a door and saying, if you want the best, I'm here to bring you a food service program. And he promised me that he would never put me in a position of feeling like that we were anything other than the best. And I ended up having a phenomenal career in sales. Well, that's the best way to do that, correct? I mean, if you can go out and you're not really selling. You're just giving, as you said, you're telling the story. Telling and that's what story. I always tell people on campus here. I just tell the story. They they generate such a, such a wonderful story at KWC. I get to go out and tell it. That's the easy part. Them having to generate it. So with Canteen, it's having to generate that wonderful food service for which you get to go out and, and just spread goodwill. Absolutely. And you alluded to the recent dedication of the Jack T. Wells Activity Center. And thank you for your kind compliments. And so many people came up afterwards and had very kind things to say. And along the lines that you and I are talking right now, I said, I appreciate so much your compliments. It was me telling a story because Jack was a friend. We became business partners And it was just so easy for me to open my heart and just tell of the story and the experiences that I had. Well, and you could tell it it really did come from the heart and you had a very close relationship and I couldn't think of anyone who could have told the story better. So uh, once again, thank you. And for anybody who was there that evening, they they would want me to thank you again too. You're welcome. So it's an honor. Well, and, and I'm sure Jack enjoyed it from wherever he was watching. So you've been a board member now for, it's going to be two years. Right. And we are grateful that you came onto the board. You and I talked about it. You uh, were very gracious. You were very enthusiastic. You still are. Being a board member requires a lot of time and dedication and support. So I'm going to ask, what swayed you to become a board member? And, and it's easy to walk away, and, and you did not. You stood up, and you've been nothing but wonderful the entire time. Well, there's no one single reason. I think there are a few major reasons. Uh, first, of, first of all, it goes back to me being the product of a Methodist parsonage mm-hmm. and growing up in the Methodist church and the fact that Kentucky Wesleyan is a United Methodist affiliated college, that was very important to me. Moving here to Owensboro and frankly falling in love with this community and deciding that I was going to do a career change to be able to stay here and raise a family. And when I look at the things that make Owensboro what it is and make it such a good place to call home, Kentucky Wesleyan is one of the major things that I would add as being such a phenomenal positive attribute to this community. And then uh, just as I went into the world of business and the interactions that I would have with people and would find out that they were alums of Kentucky Mm -hmm. Wesleyan College. and, And then even when I would travel on occasion and would run into people 
And uh, they either had direct connections or they knew people yeah. uh, that had been here at, at one time at Kentucky Wesleyan. And, and um, you know, we're, we're talking earlier about telling stories, telling the Jack Wells story or telling the canteen story. And I'm very genuine and sincere in my belief that there is a phenomenal Kentucky Wesleyan College story yes. to be told. And um, so I think those were probably the three major uh, things, if, if you will, that just made me feel that at this time in my life, uh, this is something I want to be involved in and can hopefully help perpetuate what's, what's been a phenomenal uh, mission. Well, and again, we are so grateful. And I, I want to turn the tables a little bit now. It's it's rare I get somebody as distinguished with such a distinguished career as yours. And so I want to, do you have any questions you would like to ask or anything that I've left out that you would like to bring forward? And I want to give you that opportunity. No, I don't think so. And, and in fact, it, it's ironic you asked that. I... Um I just got an email just uh, just yesterday, I think, from uh, from a representative here in the administration of Kentucky Wesleyan asking me what I thought could be better or that we could improve on mm-hmm. with our trustee meetings to make the meetings uh, more impactful. And and I I thought about it and and it's like I I really didn't have anything to offer. I mean, I. I, I am just so excited about where we're at in the life of this college. And, uh, but no, I, I mean, and the fact that I don't have a question is in no way to imply <laughs> that I know everything, but I do. F- it I could just, be that I put you to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel the energy and, uh, and, and I just, I want to be a part of that energy, and I'm still learning a lot in sure. the, in in the trustee meetings, and I've got such respect for uh, Sherry Felposh, who's the the chair of our board, and long serving people like Dr. Charlie Schertzinger mm-hmm. and uh, and and many others. I could go on, and and I still feel such a student, if you will, of learning things on the on the trustee side i sure. mean for all of the years i've lived in owensboro i've been aware of kentucky wesleyan i guess uh, i guess kind of a slang way of putting it is from the curb appeal side of, of going up and down mm-hmm. Fredica street or going to a game at the sports center but it, it it is it is so exciting to go deeper and to dig deeper and and to to find out what makes this college tick and how all of the different things come together and the passion that, that people have. And so I still feel like I'm very much in my infancy of, 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 of learning and, and doing what it'll take to be an even more uh, productive member of the trustees. Well, I, one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given, and I won't go into the story of how it, it came to this, but, I was told that we always know about 5% of what we need to know just because of the way the learning curve works. And the more we know, the more we know we don't know. And, and so if you ever think you know more than 5%, you probably know less. And <laughs> there are days when I feel I know a good 1% of what I need to know. 
So I hope you remain a student and always want to continue to learn. And I get that impression from you. But I will say also from watching your interaction on the board of trustees meetings, you are not just a passive student taking information in. Yeah, I, I've seen your your insight and your thoughtfulness and your dedication. And you've already, the energy you bring has already made such a huge positive difference. And we can't thank you enough for that. Well, th- thank you for that. And, and I will say that, of course, being in broadcasting for 14 years, I loved people and I loved interacting with people. And then in my last, um, in my last, 14 years at Canteen, I was over all of our human capital, and I absolutely loved that role. And human capital is a fancy name for human resources, bet, but yeah. I loved interacting with our people. Uh, not all days were fun days. No. There was times that things were unpleasant, but but we dealt with them. And, um, you know, uh, good good people make bad decisions a lot of times, and, <laughs> but we would deal with it and move on. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I, so the things I have brought or spoken up about so far, I think, have primarily been in that vein of of my passion for for the human capital side of thing, which in this instance uh, is our students and most our certainly. faculty and staff. Yeah. Most certainly, and and that's the most important reason. That's why we are here, and Keith. I I've been checking. I, I hope you 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 see me look in my phone. I have to keep an eye on the time, otherwise I I tend to go over. And we are out of time, and I want to thank you so much thank for you, being Tom. here. Thank you. And as my guest, I would like to give you the opportunity to say the last word on the show. Well, I want to thank you very, very much, Tom, for having me here. This is something we've talked about, and I'm thrilled that it came to fruition today. And the last thing I would like to say is that uh, I want to thank you for your leadership. Uh, you came in in a incredibly difficult time right before we slipped into the the throes of the pandemic. And but the enthusiasm from you never wavered, and and um, you you have just been such a godsend for this college. And uh, so my last word is to say thank you. It's to say thank you to the community as a whole, the United Methodist Church, to our student body, our faculty and staff, and go Panthers. And with that, that is the best way to end the show. Take care of each other and have a great afternoon. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.